0: Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers animated podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Chen. I'm Alex. Oh, uh, we
1: broke our streak of not having a week off, but eh, it was bound to happen eventually.
2: Ah, I'm um, David. Sorry, I had pneumonia. <laughs> well, it's okay, <laughs> yeah. Walt.
1: Well, I, I was getting worn out of editing Patreon long episodes, and I needed a
0: break. Yeah, we had the the Patreon episode very close to our previous Patreon episode, thanks to the vagaries of movie release schedules.
3: Yeah. Yes. Also, the word schedules.
0: I'm from Canada.
3: I know. I know. We are aware. <laughs> I, I wasn't
2: may aware have that meant it. pronouncing it with
0: an H very prominently in it. <laughs> I may have mentioned it once or twice.
3: Yes, it it might have come up. Oh, well, uh, before we get into the episode proper,
1: speaking of Patreon, we have a short seven-minute uh, sample of one of our episodes out.
3: Yes, I thought that'd be a good thing to put out there on the feed, just for people who don't uh follow us on Twitter or, or anything else. Uh, so that is a thing you can listen to for free
1: Ooh. and,
3: yeah, see what the whole deal is.
1: It's a sample of one of our two-hour rambles about a movie that's been in theaters recently.
0: Yes. Yes. And in uh, in our free episode today, we are looking at Velocity, which is great because she's my favorite uh, character from uh, Lost Light.
2: She's pretty adorable. I've got some bad news.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, this episode's full of bad news.
3: Yeah. Because,
0: no, this is the, the episode Velocity.
3: Yes. Uh, Yay, it's not just a statement of what the episode is about. <laughs>
0: I mean, it is a thing that the episode is about. Nor is but. it just distance times time. <laughs> right, so this first aired May tenth, two thousand eight. Uh, written by Len Uli Ali. It's U H L E Y. I am not a hundred percent sure how to pronounce it. My
2: guess it would be Uli.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's written a bunch of a uh, bunch of Ben Ten, uh, some uh, some super book if uh, for oh our boy. religious friends. Oh boy. I think Walkie just went, what, from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a b- bunch of Static Shock, uh, Robocop Ooh. Alpha Commando, which uh, starred oh, wow. uh, Death Charge himself, David Sobolov. Oh,
1: everything yeah. from DuckTales to Lunatics Unleashed.
0: Lunatics Unleashed, Skeleton Warriors, a bunch of Gummy Bears. Ooh.
3: Can I go back um, to forgetting that Lunatics Unleashed is a thing that existed? <laughs> I just want to turn back to, like, two minutes ago when I had forgotten that that existed.
2: Yeah, I think it would
0: be better off if everybody forgot that thing existed. Well, Speaking of things we forgot existed, uh, in a rare uh, expedition into live action, he wrote a uh, an episode of Holmes and Yo-Yo. The hell is that? It is a 70s what? cop show. About a cop with a robot partner.
2: What? Oh, oh, who was which one's Holmes and which one's Yo-Yo?
0: Holmes is the <laughs> detective. Yo-Yo is the robot.
1: Wait, was it, wasn't one of them, um, shoot, uh,
2: some actor, uh, no, crap.
3: What the I hell?
2: Know, I should look that up. <laughs> I'm just going back to remembering skeleton warriors because Jim Sterling uses it as his cutaway gag every time he's about to say <laughs> a horrible swear word. Yeah. Uh,
0: Holmes was uh, Richard B. Shell, who was in, who did a bunch of TV, and uh, Yo-Yo was John Shuck.
1: Oh, John Shuck. He
0: was on. Uh, yeah, he was, he's I done do a bunch of Star Trek. Trek. He's on the MacMillan and Wife.
1: Ah, that's probably why I
2: saw a lot of.
0: Mac- does a lot of Law and Order.
3: Sure. Sure. No.
2: But anyway, no this, Out of morbid, morbid curiosity, was Holmes and Yo-Yo contemporary with tequila and Bonetti? <laughs> that Probably. is actually a new one, Ma.
0: Oh. They didn't have that Benetti's... in Canada? I mean, it, we might have, but I wasn't alive in the 70s. No, actually, tequila ah. and Bonetti was from the 90s. No, wait, it was... What? I, oh, what January was to one April one? 1992. 1992. Okay, so the part of the 90s that was still the 80s. Yes. Yeah. And of course, neither should be confused with the, with, uh, Man and Machine, which was also a cop-robot team-up. <sighs> uh, I don't remember that. What that one the What the horrible. hell? Not horrible? Uh, that one, do. the robot was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Witchblade.
1: Yeah, um. Yancey Butler. What,
0: what was her name? Oh yeah.
1: That one was okay. Because it was basically just a normal cop show. One of them just happened to be a robot, and there was an episode that featured pilot wings for
0: reasons. And it was uh, that was a Dick Wolf show. Ah. <laughs> and he'd already had Law and Order on at the time. So sadly, because it was yeah. canceled early, we didn't get a crossover. Alas, oh. Well. Just, uh, just Lenny Briscoe, cracking wise with a robot. I'd watch that show. <laughs> Uh, we seem to be doing everything we can to not talk about velocity because this episode is kind of boring.
2: Yeah, it's kinda there's not much to it. It's no, almost nothing.
3: kind of got one of my favorite characters in it.
2: Yes. I believe you. Do you, you like that. having mysteries established and not resolved? <laughs> then this is the episode for you. Maybe,
3: yep. maybe I do, actually. It's it's
1: not even a mystery that's established, you it's, know. it's the hint of something that might be a mystery sometime later but it's not tied to damn anything here
0: also i'm not sure about toy releases but this might have this might have already been on shelves at this point so people might have been able to go into their w- local walmart and solve this mystery
3: i don't fix or rewrite so, history but Get
0: that's
2: <laughs> i'm sorry we really are <laughs> sorry not... <laughs> uh, i'm sorry it's not a- like
3: when I had to tell my friend who was watching the series for the first time not to touch my lockdown toy. Or not lockdown, uh, long arm.
0: Oh, yes. Don't, oh, yeah.
3: don't, don't mess with him. Just, it's best that way. There are things that you don't get to know yet.
1: Anyway, let's maybe start talking about this episode. Yes. Yeah, Three so- demons.
0: Yep. Transformers! You know, they're poking around. The Autobots are. Uh, it's nighttime in Detroit. We're looking for an Allspark fragment. And Bumblebee is bored.
3: Of course he is. He has no attention span.
0: But then they run right into a bunch of uh, street racers. And they're racing <gasps> for Street Demon.
3: Yes. Which is a show, apparently. That's... I... So this was really interesting. Like. This is totally something that would be like an internet thing if it had been written two years later. Yes. Yeah. Or possibly even written at the time by someone who understood computers and how, things, how the internet
0: works. Yeah, because this is straight up pirate TV. We're looking at, like, big satellite dishes. Yeah.
3: It's a very... Very Death Race, except, you know, Death Race wasn't So if they're doing if it's a pirate broadcast, how do they like take payments?
0: I assume yeah, it's that... with like bitcoins or something.
3: <gasps> but like
0: <gasps> Oh my god it is, need, isn't it? If
1: it's a pirate TV station, you could just pick it up. It's not like it's hooked through a satellite unless you need a descrambler. It's
2: They do say it's a satellite TV setup, and if it is going through some kind of pay-per-view system, I'm assuming it's got some kind of scrambler, and they're, like, selling keys over the phone or something, but uh, don't
0: think too hard about it. No. Yeah.
3: Who processes their credit cards?
0: (laughs) Again, they weren't around at the time, I don't think, but yeah, I'm going to say bitcoins.
3: Okay. The answer is bitcoins. I accept Bitcoin.
2: I'm going to say anybody who is dumb enough to buy one of these pirate
0: broadcasts has had their credit card <laughs> number stolen. That's,
3: yeah, that's entirely likely.
0: Yes. So, yeah, it's a it's a pirate show. It's got a logo that kind of looks like a like an evil maximal logo.
1: Yeah. I I was thinking sort of like a weird snake head.
0: I mean, I guess it's supposed to be a demon because they are street demon, and it's uh, run street by a master disaster. <laughs> he is. Who is Batrock the guy. Leaper? Yes. <laughs> Except he's Australian and uh, voiced by Bill Fagerback, doing an Australian accent.
3: Huh. <laughs> he does have a uh, a very nice mustache. I thought it was
2: British, but now that you mention it, the fact
0: that he's named Master Disaster, he yeah, adds Australia. Oh yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, they don't play up the. I assume the Australianness of it was like Bill Fagerback's decision. Like, okay, what what accent can you do? Because he doesn't, uh, you know, there are no Australianisms. All at one point, he does so invoke it, the name of Henry Ford.
3: Yes, well, that's a Detroitism, so yes. that's fair. But but yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't seem like it was necessarily scripted as Australian. Yeah. No, there are no dingoes eating babies or anything.
0: No, no shrimps, no Barbies, no knives. Just the Mad Max character name reference. Yes, yes. and oddly, he is—he's wearing like kind of like a. He looks like he's a member of Cobra or something.
1: Yeah, totally looks like some leftover terrorist. A Cobra, a racing version. Like, what's the vehicle he come? Oh, well, I guess he does come with the giant trailer with the satellite dish, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's got the, you know, the sort of street demon decor on it. I guess it the that's a little more mask than uh, Cobra.
2: But I'm sure the car launcher gimmick is a total blast to play with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah... So, this is, unsurprisingly, totally illegal, but, uh, of course, Bumblebee and Sorry watch it anyway.
3: And, and just.
0: And Bullpen. D- yes.
3: Sorry, in fact, justifies pirating the pirate broadcast by reason that, well, it's already illegal, so, you know.
2: That doesn't explain the other 188 channels she's pirating, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> those, those are also illegal.
3: Yes. Also, that's where she learned about what she told Optimus about in that earlier
2: episode.
0: Oh, no. (laughs)
2: Discovery or Skinamax? Yes. Uh.
1: Let's move off that. Is the music they're playing during the race the weird thing with the flutes? Is that a new
3: tune?
0: I think that's the Soundwave music.
3: Yeah, it definitely Uh. sounds like the Soundwave music. But, like maybe a, a more replay. elaborate version
1: it, it it's not a good fit with the racing really
0: yeah they need something a little more harder edged
2: more bass a little faster yeah, yeah. Fueled by metallica maybe
0: <laughs> well, yes, i mean it wouldn't exactly be the first time right it had that. been associated with transformers animated
3: uh-huh, that is a a good point uh-huh. i suppose that was, the it's reference I was making. a good point
0: <laughs> So anyway, Bumblebee sees a bunch of guys racing, and because he still has a massive inferiority complex, he must race them.
3: Yes. I. How is he, like, the fastest thing on Earth when he's, or at least presumably the fastest car on Earth, when he's just based on this, like, crappy little compact that... The presumably underpaid police chief drives.
0: Well, as as we're going to find out soon enough, um, even if he's underpaid, he's not the one picking up the tab for these cars.
3: That's yeah. That and that's that raised more questions.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Bumblebee does this, but uh, here comes the mysterious Racer X. <gasps>
1: Yeah, well, considering they're called the Street Demons, they're demons on wheels, there's a a little bit of Speed Racer reference there, and then, well, cars are crashing into things when the blue Racer X car comes through.
0: And and the the car that Racer X is driving does kind of look like the Mach 5.
2: On the other hand, it doesn't do nearly enough jumpy jumps.
0: No. (laughs) Also, I was hoping that we would get some, like, Speed Racer-style vehicular carnage here.
2: No,
3: not really well,
1: a lot they, of that. There's a couple of them that crash into mediums, but everyone survives. Unlike in speed racing. yeah, exactly. They want
0: giant fireballs, unsurvivable <laughs> fireballs. For we don't know these characters. characters. It's
2: true. Mm. Although at one point we do get them pulling the racers out of the cars with
0: the shurikens of life. Yes.
2: <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Yeah, he, he makes uh yeah. There are two racers who uh end up. uh being helped by the Autobots because they've crashed. There is a woman who's wearing kind of like a like a ninja mask. She is
2: one of the uh, Team Skull minions from Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, kind of.
0: And we have a blonde rocker guy whose bangs obscure his eyes.
3: Yes, he looks... Uh, and he almost looks like... He looks like a been, blonde
2: version of an animated Ramon. I he was going to say like a, like a
3: young Dustin Hoffman kind of thing. But yeah, I would say a a, a blonde Ramon.
2: Huh. I was thinking
1: background character from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon.
0: There is a little Hanna-Barbera. Especially, you know, obscure those facial features and we don't have to animate them.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so the Autobots rescue them. Uh Captain Fanzone pulls up and explains that street racing is, in fact, illegal. Sorry. Bulkhead <laughs> is shocked, sorry. shocked to discover this. Bulkhead tries
2: so hard in this episode to be a good dad. Oh. He does. Yeah, it's adorable.
3: It's,
1: it's, it's adorable and it's it feels like it's a weird term for him, but it works.
2: It, it's like they realized they needed somebody to be the good dad character, but they also needed them to not be very good at it.
1: Yes. Yeah, because it's like, Prime would be he's the normal good dad. Ratchet is always the bad dad, so having Bulkhead well, he's, be the he's responsible... Well, the, he's the
0: granddad. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> having Bulkhead be the responsible adult is a nice turn, but maybe the most interesting thing about this
0: episode. Yeah. Prowl is your standoffish older brother. Yes. Yeah.
3: Who knows everything but, like, is always hanging out somewhere else. He's Racer X.
0: <laughs> Racer X is secretly your, my brother? Impossible!
3: <gasps>
0: dun, dun. This episode might have actually been better if there had been, like, a monkey and a small child in that uh, blue car's trunk.
3: Aww, yeah. that would have been great.
1: Well, the, the problem is that the monkey and the small child it is Bumblebee and... Sorry.
0: Yeah, they this is are
1: the focus of the episode.
0: This is true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're we're back at the plant. It's the next day. Bumblebee is still obsessed with being faster than this, uh, this blue car. And uh, even going so far as to pull out the turbo boosters that he had in uh, Nanosec, which was another Yay! episode where he was obsessed with being fast.
3: Continuity.
0: Ooh. Continuity and also selling that toy.
3: Yep.
2: Why won't they let him use his accessories? Everyone else gets to use theirs. Well <laughs> guy.
0: Although Prowl never hits anybody with a uh, traffic light. His, uh, his toy came with a traffic light.
2: This is a huge oversight that this show needs to be brought back into production to correct. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> anyway, so Bumblebee concludes that the Blue Racer must be a Decepticon because Bumblebee is the fastest thing on Earth and therefore anything faster than him must not be from Earth.
3: Well, it's, Which you know, it's logic.
0: I mean, Bumblebee, there are jets. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bullet train. Yes, bullet trains. Motorcycles, probably.
3: Yeah, I mean, Prowl is probably faster than him.
0: And Prowl is, you know, once again playing disinterested older brother and says that, you know, if uh, the blue racer was a Decepticon, he probably would have fought you and not just been in this race
3: yeah that's a good point though as we will find out it's not really up to him
0: yeah because prime says bumblebee do not do this thing which means that we will (laughs) spend the rest of the episode with bumblebee doing this thing
3: bumblebee (laughs) will do the thing says could you please not do the thing and he says i will fucking increase the fucking thing (laughs)
0: <laughs> Speaking of also that happening, uh, Bulkhead is upset with Sari because she is stealing TV broadcasts. Or, well, no, sorry, she's upset because she is supporting this illegal show. But her explanation is that since she is also pirating the cable, that's okay.
3: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> uh... So, Bumblebee comes in, he says that, you know, okay, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll straighten this out, Bulkhead, don't you worry.
3: I love sorry
0: though. Oh. She's great.
2: I love how bad an influence she is on the Autobots. Oh yes, I know.
3: I love just how bad a kid character she is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's just explicitly called out in this episode.
0: Most Bumblebee episodes, really. From her.
1: Well, yeah, but it's it's like more direct in this episode. It feels.
0: Yeah, because she, they, as, as he's promising to do this, he's crossing his fingers behind his back, and when sorry asks where he uh, learned that from, it was her.
3: I learned it from watching you.
0: (laughs) So she is tracking down this broadcast.
2: It's coming from a piece of cake?
0: (laughs) Autobots do not quite get metaphors yet. No. Is that a metaphor or an idiom? I guess idiom. Yeah, they are racing in what appears to be like the L.A. River from uh, like Terminator 2 and uh, Greece. Yeah, I was
2: going to ask, where did Detroit yeah. get an L.A. River from?
1: <laughs> De- Detroit doesn't have that, does it?
0: Uh, not that I've ever seen, no.
1: Okay, then. then that it, is
0: a yeah.
2: purely L.A. thing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> because it's for, like... Like...
3: like, floodwaters when it rains, right? Because it never rains, and they don't know I how mean, to mean, it handle it. I mean, yeah, like actual a... river. Oh. That's
0: the sewers. Okay. It's like an open sewer overflow. Basically, yes. And it's also nice. a lot of fun to have car chases in there, which is why you see them in so many movies.
1: Yes. Yeah. And including here that they used reference for for Detroit that doesn't have, like, wasn't the point of these street racers to be on streets not in drainage tunnels that are on the other side of the country? It's, uh... Oh, and we, um, when FanZone is in- interrogating... The shaggy hair guy, I think he said, has another. This is why I hate machines. And oh yes,
2: it's after he does the entire interrogation without needing a good cop around. Yes. He <laughs> goes to leave the room and he swipes his key card and the door doesn't
0: open and he smacks straight into it. Yes. Door.
1: Yeah. So that's nine that I've counted, unless I missed any.
0: And the the Dixon and Verner is a uh, is an actual location in Detroit.
2: Now, we have Bumblebee show up at the race and talk to the promoter.
0: Yep. And, uh, he's like, yeah, he just, uh you know, shows him what he's got. And, uh mm-hmm. hey, Autobot uh on this thing, that means uh, more ratings. Yeah. He is a bad promoter because he is debuting
2: and planning on killing off a new attraction in the same broadcast.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You got
2: to stretch that shit out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's like a half a season arc there. Look yeah. up to that.
2: Also, I love the bit where Bumblebee is just going through that whole convention goers guilt of meeting somebody who sporky pirated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe just don't bring it up. Yeah. You know.
0: So we're uh, we're back at the plant. Uh, Bulkhead has apparently figured out that humans eat food, and uh, has uh, or at least drink liquids, and has made Sorry some hot chocolate.
3: Good job. Good job, Bumblebee. He's making progress.
0: Or sorry, rather, Bulkhead has. Which is impressive, it's because he's got those giant mitts. He's making progress.
2: And then we get what might be the most dated reference slash joke in the entire series, if not the entire franchise. Yes,
0: because Bumblebee calls Sorry, and uh, she tries to explain it away by s- by her not answering it, by saying that she can't, that her service provider does not allow her to answer calls after a certain time.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, oh! I forgot that was an actual thing. Oh, huh.
2: convoluted cell phone contract plans with odd timing windows. Yay! Yep.
3: I remember that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't answer, Bumblebee He's not in my family.
3: Yeah,
0: I've just got Judy yeah. Greer and that hamster.
3: <laughs> it's a pretty cool hamster, though. I mean, come on.
0: I, mean,
2: I was going to put him in my five, but Tutorbot calls me more often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, the fact that he's calling her and not texting her is kind of also uh,
3: interesting.
0: Uh, the the far flung past of two thousand eight. Everybody.
3: Yay! That was the best.
0: Anyway, so bulkhead is pretty slow, but he does figure this out. And making matters worse, uh, Blitzwing has decided to drop in. He t-
1: oh yay! Yeah, An antagonist.
0: Yes, he too is after this uh, this allspark fragment. And uh, Bumblebee has concluded that this must that it must be in the blue race car.
3: So we are definitely past the point of them just not having Decepticons and things just so that they don't seem less threatening. We're just going to have him in here. It's fine.
0: Yeah, this... I, I, He's a threat in this episode, at least. That's, that's true. Fair. Although I almost wonder if this might have been stronger if they had somehow made these street racers also, like, like high-end thieves or something?
1: Yeah, some I might like just be like thinking
2: Fast to... and the Furious
0: here, but people like
2: those Yeah, movies. exactly, like... I, I agree that I think that would have been a lot better. I also
0: think it would have been a lot more work. This is true. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Master Disaster actually has, like, I don't know, disaster powers? Ooh. Well, he has
1: a thingy. He could have been using it to cause disaster. the little remote-controlled speedy what's
0: well, well, it looks like a radar gun. Yeah. Well,
2: our, our, um... Dip dip. There's like two major kinds of remote control car remote yeah, controls, don't like that. and that's like one of them. But it's like the weird kind. I don't think anybody actually likes. Oh
1: <laughs> I, no, it's not. I I had a remote controlled like big wheel truck that had one of those, and it, yeah, it was funky and not good.
2: It's like, it's like shaped like a gun, and the throttle is tied to the trigger, and then there's a wheel on the side of it that you turn to turn left and right. Even though it's on one side, and it's weird.
1: Yeah, it is non-intuitive.
0: Anyway, so it turns out Master Disaster is controlling uh, the Blue Racer with this thing.
2: It would be so much more fun if he was controlling a series of booby traps
0: throughout the L.A. River. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Bumblebee heads back. He tells, you know, tells him what's going on. We've got Blitzwing there. There's maybe an Allspark fragment. And Bulkhead is very upset with Bumblebee for doing this illegal thing. This this episode is all about people committing crimes. This one's going to be tearing tags off mattresses pretty soon.
2: <laughs> Bumblebee makes a really good point about how this is kind of important and necessary and exactly what they should be doing right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, to find the spark fragment, but like, well, he, no, he doesn't mention Blitzwing's there because he doesn't know Blitzwing's there yet. Bulkhead finds it out first, sort of.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, no, because it he and heard, and gets frozen uh, and taken out of commission for the rest of the episode. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. so so Bulkhead comes along, uh, and Sari also insists on coming along. Oh, that bit's great. <laughs> so cute. She totally blackmailes ma- him. This, uh, this girl is yeah. a, she's a menace.
3: Seriously. And she does the whole thing with the fingers crossed, like, way up in front of her. He says, I like Bumble, he's saying that he he trusts her about as far as he trusts himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Also good is that Sari's immediate reaction to seeing Master Disaster is just, wow, he's sleazier in person.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, their uh, bulkhead is somehow sneaking around here despite being the size of a house. But he is immediately discovered by Blitzwing, who freezes him solid. Chill out. Oh, man, I'm getting the Batman and Robin flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. The Iceman Cometh.
1: Yeah, Blitzwing showed up in this episode. And said, oh, I could be watching a Batman.
0: Uh, I mean, fun. this episode isn't good. I don't know if I would rather watch Batman and Robin.
1: It's longer, but I think I'd have more fun.
0: I mean, there'd be a lot more neon in this race, that's for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it would and be a little There more is a drawn. street race
0: in it. That's true. And Master Disaster just kind of <laughs> looks like a guy who would just be wandering around in Joel Schumacher Gotham City. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's fair. That's
0: fair. Anyway, allow me to break the ice. I'm just going to keep doing this. I'm sorry. Uh,
3: and it's it's extra, you know, it's extra appropriate because he sounds like Arnold.
0: I mean, I'm almost I almost think that's a deliberate reference. <sighs>
3: Ah uh, why why would you do that?
0: <laughs> why wouldn't you?
3: Okay.
1: Well yeah. That's well fair. but the the thing is that that the more Arnold voice is for the hot headed one, not the freezing one. So.
0: That's true, although they really blur those lines. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so Blitzwing basically joins in on this race by he's after that Allspark fragment and he's because Sari has snuck into Master Disaster's truck and stolen this remote, which has the Allspark Fragment in it. They could just leave now. Dun, dun, yeah. yeah. Like, go yeah, back to base where there are day. other Autobots.
1: <laughs> yeah, episode over.
0: <laughs> but no, so Blitzwing joined. So they race off as soon as Master Disaster f- figures it out, and the other racers follow because they now know that there is a... They assume this is the start of the race. And we, we see a couple of them. There is a woman with, like, Tron glasses and purple hair.
3: Yeah, you know.
0: And there is, like, a giant Asian guy.
3: <laughs> good, good background character design.
0: It, it, as, they are... As always. Unfortunately, they don't get anything to do because almost immediately uh, Blitzwing freezes up an underpass and they get stuck
3: yeah
0: he does that a lot yes there there is some, there the action scene that follows almost takes up the rest of the entire episode, and it's kind of cool in spots.
2: It's better uh, than the rest. Yeah. I like the bit where bumblebee sort of ice skating that bit's fun the bit before that with the sorry in bumblebee reacting to them spinning out everything they do of sorry just sitting in a car seat seems <laughs> to get just. Like, it's, they know it's a boring shot, so they put so much effort into it, and it always ends up being a highlight.
0: Yes. Yeah. And meanwhile, Captain Fanzone is uh, surprisingly hot on the trail for once, and he is driving up in his car, and all Blitzwing knows is that it is in one of those cars. So And they... his
3: crazy head points out that they're twins. Yes.
0: <laughs> so he'll blow up both. <laughs> So Fanzone has to jump from one car to the other moments before Blitzwing blows his car up.
3: It's very exciting. Very oh, action-packed.
0: Although you're
2: burying the lead. Fanzone yells at his GPS and says if he wanted a backseat driver, he'd call his mother-in-law. Yes. Mwah, mwah. Oh,
0: mother-in-law, Joe. So again, Thanks, we,
3: we get mention of Fanzone being married.
0: Yeah, He just has this extensive family yeah. who we'd never see, even when he is being persuaded to adopt a child.
3: Yeah. yeah. You'd think that it's would it's come it. up.
1: And his wife never gets a name. She could have been more of a character. She could have been the Maris of this series. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I assume that Fanzone's wife just looks like Fanzone in a wig. <laughs> oh, God, yes. With or
1: without the mustache.
0: <laughs> or it's a thing like uh, Jerry on Parks and Rec, and she's like this inexplicably attractive woman.
3: <laughs> Probably. Damn it.
1: He's kind of a sitcom dad. Yeah. And he
0: is kind of a sitcom. So he, yeah. obviously his wife would have to be much younger and about one-third his body mass. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Man, I, I would probably watch a Captain Zone sitcom, although that would basically just be white family matters.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: With, I point. guess, uh,
0: Bumblebee as his personal Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
2: now now I'm just imagining Fanzone having the sit down moment on the radio with Bruce Willis saying, I shot a kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so uh, oh uh yeah his car- Fanzone is surprised
2: at how nice Bumblebee's interior is.
3: Well, clean.
0: Yes. Clean. And uh sorry's excuse is that you know, Bumblebee isn't currently on fire, but I assume the other excuse is that Bumblebee doesn't let people eat in him.
1: <laughs> that too.
0: I was going to say that fire was probably helped by all the grease. Oh, yes. That, mm. He has not seen the, the the floor mats of that car in years.
3: Probably are not a whole lot of empty bags from burger bought in in
0: Bumblebee.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and Fanzone makes a comment that you know that's coming out of my
0: paycheck talking about his exploded car. So yeah, the Detroit Police Department is buying him a bunch of crummy yellow compacts.
3: (laughs) What the hell? Like, (laughs) why can't they spend all this money on robots? Why can't they just buy him a good car?
0: That's your answer. They spent all the the budget on robots. That's fair.
1: Well, he's a better model of car like it's not really a cop car at all how is that not his no, personal yeah car? i
3: assume that was his personal car and that's why the light on it's just like you know that he can just the one watch. that you pop
1: on uh, yeah
0: yeah
1: one of those starsky and hutch juicers yeah. sticking on top
0: lights. i mean if if anything they should be buying the ford Taurus. it's made in detroit and it was driven by detroit's greatest police officer officer alex murphy <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly
0: I figured they just
2: had these lying around from a Cash for Clunkers thing or something. Oh, maybe. Or,
0: or oh, this is, li- this is like the future Edsel, and none of them sold, so they just sold them en masse as a fleet to the Detroit P- Police Department.
3: Oh, maybe.
0: They've just got, like, a garage of these full, full to the brim, and every time FanZone blows one up, they just pull one out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Damn, they're going to dock my paycheck 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, except for like the blue racer, I th- all the mo- the cars in this are well, not explicitly like existing cars, but they're all like modeled after like 1965 Mustangs or something.
0: Yeah, they are weirdly old cars. Like it's it's less fast than the Furies and more, I don't know, pole position.
1: <sighs> yeah, that what, what I was th- cuz there's the I think it's the scarf woman's car is like Sort of like looks like the red Ford Mustang from pole position the cartoon, and uh the blue ro- Roadster kind of looks like the more high tech blue car in the pole position.
3: Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like I, I feel like somebody did that intentionally, Derek Wyatt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> looking at you, Derek Wyatt. That
2: would seem to be within his uh, wheelhouse. I mean, no pun intended. Oh.
3: Again, I I would also <laughs> claim a certain amount of, uh, of Death Race 2000 influence
1: here. Because yeah. um, there's the one with the funky grill that looks like it almost has teeth that... I think that model first showed up in the Dinobot episode and it was like weird that there was a new car design in that episode. Oh, yeah. I kind of like that one.
0: You forget that they have to design everything on this, which has got to be a huge pain.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of fun. It's just that you have to play in the head to design these things.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I was like, oh, just have a street full of cars. It's like, now I have to design a bunch of cars. Thanks. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Anyway, so sorry. briefly so, manages... Sorry. No. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, she briefly manages to use this remote to uh, make Blitzwing go haywire. But she drops it. There's more racing. And then here comes the blue racer to leap through a wall and just smack into uh a rather... I guess it's kind of like... Almost... It's a game of chicken! Yeah, yeah, it's like chicken from one thing that can't fly.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's Like, it's so we It's kind of... Yeah, like some of the action in this is good, and that that's pretty cool, but it's like a game of chicken with something that can't turn.
2: <laughs> so, of course, and then
1: Blitzwing has Wing. to move.
2: Not only does Blitzwing move, Blitzwing reveals that he is a fan of the movie Galaxy Quest. I mean, who is it? <laughs>
3: Yes. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. And this made me sad that Alan Rickman is no longer uh, with us, because we were going to get a sequel to that if that aw. hadn't happened. And also because, I'm sad, just sad because Alan Rickman is no longer with us, but mm.
1: especially because of that. Oh, okay, yeah, that, that would have been a good movie to have a sequel to.
0: Okay, uh. yeah, we get Never Give Up, Never Surrender, and then Never Mind. Never Mind. Plonks into a building. <laughs> Don't worry, Blitzwing, by Grabthar's hammer, you shall be avenged.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, and at this point, we finally get unfrozen caveman Bulkhead, who warns him about (laughs) Blitzwing, we
2: already know.
0: Yes, he falls over, and the ice block that he is embedded in has been smashed. Poor guy.
2: And conveniently, Sari fell out of Bumblebee on the way back, exactly where she accidentally dropped the remote. Yes.
0: (laughs) And also, conveniently, Blitzwing crashes right into Master Disaster's truck.
3: Yay! So that <laughs> takes care of that.
0: And we know, and so we get another fight here. And notably, uh, we see Blitzwing and Bumblebee in the same shot at the same time, and he is gigantic. Yeah, it's
1: that hasn't happened before, and, and it's like w- we see scale references like with other characters, but this is the most extreme.
3: yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's the smallest. Of the Autobots, but yes, Blitzwing is is a big dude. All the Decepticons mm-hmm. are huge; they're terrifying. Yes.
2: So, sorry. Saru- Fortunately, sorry uses the remote to
0: make Blitzwing blast off again.
2: Yay! Yes, <laughs> it's pretty
3: great.
0: And then Fanzone also arrests Master Disaster, so all is wow. well. Uh, Prime uh, Prime takes the remote. Bumblebee decides that we should stop pirating cable.
3: (laughs) He has to be a good influence on their adopted daughter.
2: (laughs) And then hey, Bumblebee Really the reason we're doing it is because Prowl keeps buying swords off the home shopping (laughs) (laughs) network and Oh
3: my god he would. Uh. (sighs) Damn
0: it. And now he's just gonna now he's just gonna have to go to the mall. Yeah. And he, he probably uses like that holographic avatar of his to go in. They're, they're wondering why this mustachioed cop keeps buying all these swords.
2: <laughs> Are you over eighteen? I'm several millennia old. Can I see some ID? No. No ID. I, wait, do you need no throwing swords? Do you need ID to buy swords?
3: I would say I, yes.
2: Depends on the state. I mean, hmm.
3: in Ohio, I needed an ID to buy Nyquil. I needed an ID to buy one of those like long grill lighters.
0: Wow.
1: Okay, if if you're buying it in an official situation, yes, probably. Oh, well, okay. I've seen katana sets at at like flea markets. Not
2: that much of a problem. Yeah. To be fair, those are about as sharp as if you'd just taken the
0: metal and not formed it. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're
2: they're
0: <laughs> shitty ones probably, but you know. I mean, you know, he's probably, probably just hanging those on the wall.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, because they're, they're too small for him to use.
0: Yeah. Although he's he's small. He could use them as, like, those sort of, like, dagger swords.
3: Maybe he yeah, has we'll his Konto avatar Revolution. use them. He's just, you know, this cop.
0: Oh, man, that would make him a samurai cop. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> uh...
0: Robert Zadar is Prowl. <laughs> anyway, so we end the episode with uh, another with a look at the blue racer who is driving by.
3: Dun-dun. Oh, good,
1: goodbye, character. We should really never see before because you're not actually a character. You're just a vehicle prop that was remote-controlled. <laughs> so this episode means nothing about setting up a character.
0: I mean, with what we're nope. going to find out later, it's somewhat... I can't remember if they actually explain how this happened.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any damn sense when we actually get to the facts.
0: <laughs> Why? I mean, could he use this thing to control like just a regular car?
1: He should, I would think. Oh.
3: Uh,
1: considering how it's used, no, it doesn't I suspect In episode, I
0: think he only
3: that huh. probably it is just Cybertronians because it's an all spark fragment.
0: Yeah, I mean we see it uh we do see it controlling both bulkhead or both Bumblebee and Blitzwing. And at one point Bumblebee, Blitzwing, and Bulkhead. Yeah.
2: That and I
1: don't think it ever controls any of the regular cars, so maybe that kinda of may, but it's still it could have been easily fixed by having oh, there's a car with an all spark fragment in it. There's an all spark fragment in my remote control. They're done.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that does it for Velocity. It uh not a whole lot happens here.
1: No, I had more fun looking up pole position the cartoon on Wikipedia and finding out it was only thirteen episodes. There are episode titles like The Chicken Who Knew Too Much
0: <laughs> And it's got that sweet theme song.
1: Yeah. Um pole The Bear Affair. Shadow of a Trout.
3: <laughs> what the hell?
1: To clutch a thief
3: No. Dial M
1: for magic. These are bad titles, but they're better than most of the titles in animated.
3: Yeah, that's fair.
2: They're bad titles, but they read like a list of somebody making up joke titles. Yeah. (laughs) The canine vanishes.
3: Oh my god, it's like that, uh, was it the murder she wrote title card meme that's going around?
1: (laughs) The trouble with Kuma Wait, is that that's tied to murder. She wrote.
3: I thought it was somebody. No, uh, well, no the that's one Police I've Squad.
1: Seen, yeah, it's oh. been Police Squad that I've seen. Well, oh, I've seen okay. Like only one person doing it, and it got boring after like I saw it twice. It's like I've seen all the episodes of Police Squad. That's not the title.
2: <laughs> and also, I saw the most damning criticism of that, and it's that the title card they're showing in the image. And the caption are the same title instead of two different titles.
1: <laughs> oh, oh man! I really should rewatch that show. I wonder if it's on Netflix. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Velocity might be the worst episode of animated, or at least the mo- least interesting. Yeah, there's just not a whole lot going on. No, it it's like half an episode of story stretched out to a full episode.
2: I I had to watch it twice because of notes issues. Damn you, Apple. (laughs) And both times it it just kind of washes over you. Yeah.
3: I liked it. I like. It's not offensive.
1: It's not bad. It's just
2: not interesting. There's some fun Bumblebee, sorry, bulkhead character moments. And there's a show in between them. You might remember parts of it after you finish. I
3: mean, admittedly, I tend to sort of gloss over whenever there's any big fight or chase scene. But I guess mostly I just spent the episode going, man, Prowl's design uh, Blur's design is pretty. He looks nice. Who's Blur?
1: <laughs> there is no Blur. There's That's exactly one of my notes.
0: I believe you mean the Blue, the blue racer.
1: racer.
3: The Blue Racer <laughs> is pretty.
1: Blue Racer X. It uh-huh. is
0: a very nice uh-huh. car design.
1: It is. Oh, oh! I I know a better way to spend your time. Someone went through Speed Racer, the the original dub, found every instance of Speed saying, oh, and stuck it in an entire video.
3: Well, I mean, to be fair, there's also the old Speed Racer techno song from the very early 90s, the B-side of the single of which had a a segment that, that had a... Basically, a lot of those sorts of sounds, in arranged in such a way as to imply an incestuous relationship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, between Speed Racer and Racer X?
3: No, I would have liked that a lot more.
1: No, Trixie wasn't.
0: Wait, is was that a that's his sister? sister? I, thought I that had was no
3: sister. idea.
1: I thought that was his girlfriend. I don't, I don't remember in the original.
3: You character. know. But there was that, like, five minutes when MTV was showing Speed Racer, and mm. it was like people cared about it for five minutes, and then they went home. Five
2: minutes when Cartoon Network showed Speed Racer. Yeah.
3: God, I think this was before Cartoon Network existed. Oh, the time that uh, I mean,
2: MTV was showing a cartoon, so yes, it was before Cartoon Network existed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's very accurate, because, I mean, aren't they both Viacom or something? No, no. It's time we're... At, uh, I'm just going to anyway, be weird.
0: According to the always reliable Wikipedia, uh, Trixie is Speed's girlfriend, not his sister.
3: Okay, well...
0: Okay.
3: The point is... sexy arrangements of characters moaning.
1: <laughs> and a monkey squeaking. Oh. Is the monkey Nick. watching? <laughs> the monkey I was always watching
3: uh, I don't like it Good night everybody I don't like, this. <laughs> I don't like where this went uh,
0: We were trying to entertain ourselves In this episode yeah. So uh, until next time you can find us all over the internet We are on Twitter, we are on Tumblr And we're on Facebook
3: And we are hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where, as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we have a Patreon set up to help us with hosting costs and other related expenses. Uh, That is at Patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to our movie podcasts. So go there, join up with us. It's awesome. We are awesome.
0: And you can find our podcast wherever fine podcasts are found, on both iTunes and on Google Play. And where we find us, please rate and review Leave us, us some reviews to help us be found. Yes. So please, join us next time when uh, we're going to see the rise of the Constructicons. I, I didn't have anything clever to say about that.
3: Neither did their title writers.
0: Nope, there are some Constructicons, They're rising rise of um, anyway we'll talk about this later
3: they don't (laughs) they don't even fly
0: so until then I'm Rob I'm Jen I'm Alex you
1: merely adopted the construction site I was born on it I'm David
0: 야미의 관타시 작곡을 듣기 시작. 코시는
2: 내물이 겹겹이
1: Right. Okay, so I can close that one.
2: Start the new one. MP3 exported to the directory. New audio file.
1: Okay, save project. just Close. There we go. Loud typing. yay, it's like me. Um. You open Audacity.
0: So don't fuck shit up. Um, Sorry for the cough.